Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. Uh, I am Jeremy. I am the Dungeon Master uh, leading this group through uh, a campaign of my devising set within Wild Mount. Sort of what it says on the tin. Uh, I'll go ahead and introduce everybody, and we will start. Uh, let's start from the bottom of my, of my list of people here. So we'll start with Zagrok. Hi. I'm Zagrog. Yes, always at the end. <laughs> I'm playing uh, Hakim Ali, fragile human wizard. And Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Stranger. And Lilf? Hi, I'm Lilf, and I am playing Keris, the humanish warlock. And Elf? Hi, my name is Al, and I'm playing Prize, the Elf Cleric. And Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron, the Human Rogue. Alright, so, to play catch-up, uh, this group of ragtag individuals were thrown together by fate and fortune, or misfortune as it may be, uh, have found themselves stranded on the island of Vita K in the Lucidian Ocean. Uh, the group of you shipwrecked on the island, along with a couple of surviving crew, uh, the captain, Petra Doublecrossed, and her navigator, Snapper. Also accompanying you are two drow. Uh, one, a soldier with a Jorhasian accent named Quaven, and his charge, a distinctly non-accented, as far as you're concerned, drow named Zurema, who has... In the time you've come to be acquainted with her, uh, revealed herself to actually be an, uh, an Asimar of the bloodline of Lolf. Uh, stranded on this island, um, Petra and Snapper decided to stay on the beach as you all ventured into the jungle. Uh, you were found by a group of fake creatures and brought to the Lady of Vita K. Uh, a fae creature by the name of Asherah, who holds court here on the island. Not used to having mortal beings here, uh, she agreed to allow you the use of a long dormant portal back to the mainland, if you would aid her in something. Uh, there is on the island an open portal to an abyssal realm, which was corrupting the fae that live here. If you all could find a way to close the portal, Asher would see fit, uh, see you fit to be trusted and would happily send you on through to the portal, uh, having at least faith that you would not reveal its presence to others and thus endanger the island. You had agreed. You set out on uh, towards the corner of the island that was dangerous to the Fae. 
And along the way, one night, uh, about halfway through your about three-day journey, uh, a woman identifying herself as Raina Jaskell, a member of the Cerberus Assembly from the Dwindalian Empire, uh, appeared to Karis and Cameron on their watch. Uh, she was seeking Zarema and Quaven, saying that Zarema was a fugitive of the Dwindalian Empire and a threat to the nation. Uh, she offered to solve some problems for the two, and also pay them well if they notified her when they hit the mainland again. She promised to let them think it over and vanish. Uh, worth mentioning, Seeker also overheard this being inactive and but aware at that time. So the group of you continued on, uh, and finally approached a forested area within the jungle, which had been lit by shades of green at the tree's trunks, as well as a few that were red. You saw a large, fiendish, toad-like humanoid uh, emerge. This massive, ugly thing with a large antlered skull on a pendant around their neck. Uh, it attacked along with some sort of vicious, clawed, zombie minion things. And after a pretty hard-fought battle, you had managed to take the Devil Toad down, and that was where we had left off. So, as you all sort of take a moment to catch your breath, uh, your two drow companions opening their eyes after some moments of unconsciousness at the end of the battle, uh, this little patch of trees within the jungle is pretty silent other than sound of your breaths uh, and a small, very faint, almost rhythmic beating coming from the dark hollow of the one red glowing tree that the Devil Toad had emerged from. There's just the two group of you and the bodies of the fiend and the minion. They're minions. What would you like to do? Oh my head. How's everybody's condition? Um I mean people can speak for themselves, but looking around, it's pretty clear that decent amount of your party, their condition counts as pretty fucked up. Mm. Um Karis, ignoring everyone else, wanders over to the Devil Toad and kind of pokes at the skull that okay. he has around his neck. Are you trying to... Are you, uh, Poking at it just jostles it a little bit. Unless you mean yeah. a more of a metaphorical style poking. Uh, sh she is definitely trying to work out what it is, if it's okay. magical or anything like that, but I don't have anything at the moment okay. that lets me do that, per se. Go ahead and roll me an arcana roll. Ooh, natural 20. That's real good. Uh, while Shut this up. is going on, just to make sure, is there anybody else doing anything? Um, I'll, just looking around. Okay. I'll try and help uh, Quaven to his feet. Okay. 
Yeah, you you he sort of scrambles up to his feet uh, with your aid and very quickly turns to help Zarema up. Um, they both look a little bit flustered, but they're 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 okay. Any any sign of danger is passed. Um, so Karis, you you, you lean down, you take a look, and you sort of sort of start. Looking at the sides of it a little bit, and it's definitely it is a humanoid skull. Um, and you look at it for 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 just a couple of moments, and it, it you're pretty sure that this is the skull of a fey creature. Like not your standard, like not a hipsel. Not a um, brownie, not a not not any of the. You're pretty sure, based off sort of the distinctive uh, uh, contours in it, and it does seem to have be be radiating a, a certain level of certain aura to it. You're pretty sure this is the skull of an artifact. And that sort of thing might be use might be able to power the opening of a portal. Okay. She kind of just glances over her shoulder, assesses who's currently conscious. Seeing that um, Saroma is conscious and she's the one that um, Karis is aware is quite okay with magic and actually seeing that um, Hakim is also conscious, she'll mm-hmm. call them over. Uh, Hakim! Uh, Serena. Still pro and not on his back, is it? Yes. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> think you guys might need to come and have a look at this. Uh, I think I found the source of the power for the portals. You guys... Hakeem has one one hand behind, like, at the back of his head, like, gingerly trying, and, and attempts to slowly rise from where he is prone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blink, blink some of the uh, stars in his eyes and slowly begins to make his way over. Okay. As uh, as uh, Hakeem sort of staggering over, uh, uh, Zarema starts to head over now that she's been uh, having been called. Uh, Quaven is keeping very close to her at the moment. Uh, very much a hovering guard kind of person. As they're coming over, you look it over a little bit more, and you can see very, very faintly etched into it. Like, you would, you missed it on first glance. But very, very faintly etched. And what languages do you speak? 
That is a good question. Uh, apparently common and sylvan. Common and sylvan. You don't mm. recognize, but there is definitely some sort of script. It definitely looks magical to you. With that 21. Uh, she would definitely point that out to the two that are heading okay. over. Okay, Kimu, you come over and steps up with you. And yeah, you see, you see Karis holding this skull, uh, with, and it's not, it's not like this super wide, like expansive, uh, set of antlers. It looks like it may have been at some point, but they have fallen off, been carved off, whatever, but there is still that sort of stump and, and small little amount of antler in there. Um, and yeah, holding it out to you, I assume. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think Hakim would attempt attempt an Arcana check, like okay. what he can he get out of I assume we haven't technically had a short rest. Not yet. No. Yeah. Alright, let me roll your arcana for you. And let me see what languages you speak. I suspect Hakim doesn't know the language, but... So you start looking at a roll for... Just in case. She is actually not incredibly... Did I mismark her 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 abilities? Yeah, no, she should not have intimidation as one of her proficiency. That should be. Excuse me, as I fix something on one of my character, my NPCs. <laughs> there we go. That looks a little more accurate. Okay. So you look it over, and there's definitely you uh, pointed out. You would agree. You would agree with all of Karis's conclusions. Um, it 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 looks like it could definitely be Fay. It looks like it could be, um. You see the script. The script definitely does look like something that's magical. It is not in a language that you recognize. Um, Zarema reaches out and takes it. Draws sort of a look of concern from Quaven. I think... She looks back over at the portal. I think I think one of us is gonna have to focus our just focus our intent to close it out through the portal uh, or through through this skull. I'd be. She frowns a little bit. 
I don't know how safe this will be. I think would be the catch. Hand it over then. I'll do it. Alright. He hands it over to you. I concentrate on the skull and try and close the right. portal. Go ahead and roll me another arcane roll. Since you arcane got a natural... Take some steps back. <laughs> <laughs> Since you got a natural 20 before, I will give you advantage on this. Seeker has heard all of this and simply, like, moves nearby mm-hmm. and aims his bow at the skull. Okay. Why did you roll in? Roll 20. No, in D&D. Oh, it's okay, I see it there. Yeah, 19. It's a 19. 19's good. So you focus on it, and as, you, as, as you're trying to focus your intent, close portal, close portal, or, or, or however you're envisioning it, you hear... It's almost like if you the the put your put a shell to your ear, hear the ocean kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Except for it's put your mental focus on a skull and hear the whispering cacophony of demons or fiends. They could be devils. Mm-hmm. Um, but you managed to f- you managed to push that out. You managed to put because they are they are trying to convince you to open it. They are trying to convince you to open it wider, to um, enter the portal. You hear a dozen a dozen temptations, uh, but you managed to push all that through. Uh, well, she's uh, used to having that. Thing yep. in the back of her head saying absolutely um, sort of push aside the 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 very start that you feel the migraine coming on and sort of press through and everybody else you're 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 sort of eyes shut sort of scrunching focus everybody else can see um that hollow under the under the tree, the the there's sort of a light shimmering in the darkness that sort of smooths out and like the last ripples of 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 water after it returns back to normal. Uh to to, to smooth and placid. Sort of come over and that's that faint, distant, almost drumbeat, heartbeat sound fades away. And you feel, uh, Karis, you feel that those voices recede and then go silent. That seems promising. That Hurt my brain. Just imagine if you'd failed the role. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dampier wielding demon skull. Yep. Could be fun. And after a couple moments, you see the um the the trees that have that sort of red glow around them. It slowly starts to shift and change, and they all go back to shades of green. I suspect Ashira might be interested, or might have a strong opinion on, that thing points at the skull. Mm-hmm. I believe we should take it to her. Considering... She is the lady of the island. She seems the authority on it. Mm-hmm. Clayton speaks up at that moment and says, If this means that we are getting out of here, I am, I am in favor of this. It looks better now, but And he gestures at the bodies of of the withered bodies of of the husk zombies you fought, and then the the big bloated carcass of the de- of the devil toad. Is there any value to anything else? Is that an in-character quest or an out-of-character? Uh, in-character. Okay. Just want to make sure. Karis just shrugs. You're welcome to Jack. I'll, I guess I'll start just, like, Digging around a little bit. Okay. Go ahead and roll me an investigation roll. I think I'm searching for the treasure pouch. Yep, yep. <laughs> Hakim would try and see what creatures were these. Ooh. Were these formerly elves, or are they clear? Like, do these appear like they'd be someone that the... Uh, Like, were these people that were that right. used to be from the sanctuary? Go ahead and roll me an arcane... Oh, well, I will roll an arcana roll for you. I rolled a natural 18, which is a 20 minus 2. And, Hakeem, you got a 20. So, I'll do... Mm. I'll, 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 I'll do the, the, the zombies first. So, you look them over, and... They are they are very similar in stature. They are completely withered as if they are completely dried of any kind of moisture and have just sort of desiccated, uh, with the exception of those those long sort of nasty claws at the end of their uh, at the end of their hands. But otherwise, 
they look like they have a similar physiology to the 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 two that you had seen talking with Asherah when you guys first entered um which uh they were you would know they're not common at all but they are a ladder ladrin yep yeah so you're guessing that they Should are be. either they're residents who are either buried here or they were converted somehow or something like that you think these seem like they might be someone the uh, locals knew. Do you think we should bring their bodies to the sanctuary? They're not what they used to be, but might still be recognizable. I think we bury them away from here. Hmm. There. Uh, prize you. Why? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Seeker looks confused and asks, "Why?" Why bury them? Yes. It's a, it's a sign of respect. It's a returning to the earth. Uh, it's a customary rite. Some cultures burn their dead, some bury them. Yep. Assuming these zombies were created from already dead beings, they buried their dead. Seems likely. I do not understand this, but okay. Some folks are attached to uh, the people they knew even after they have died and would not appreciate their uh, their bodies being chewed on by scavengers, for example. But they are dead. Yes, but if but they they mean there's still that connection for they usually they still remind them of that person that was, and while yes, they're no longer there, but it's hard to it can be hard to shake that connection to especially if you knew them well or had a special connection to them already. Was I dead just then during the fight? No, 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 no. You were, you were. What was that? You were unconscious. You were probably. I don't know. I was unconscious myself. How is that different to dead? Dead. You get up afterwards <laughs> without magical means. And Zarema goes. Right, you don't sleep. You know, you know how, you know how we all lay still for eight hours a night? Yes. It's much like that. It's a rejuvenation period. 
Huh. It also in any case to connect to to some of us to dream, others of us to do what we call trancing. Uh, you do this every night. Yes. On purpose? No, I mean, it's just how our bodies work. And our spirits. In any case, you're, you're not... You're not entirely wrong. You're not for like the, it. For the, for the most part, funerary rites are really for the living. Um, you put... You... you Pay your respects to the to the dead, but it's the living that get the most out of that. As you say, the dead are dead. Thrum but says, we do so anyway. Thrum says, there's also the practical plus. part of buried <laughs> bodies being like making necromancers work a little harder, I guess. Also, dead bodies t- do tend to attract pests. And that oh. doesn't get into the fact that a dead death is not all, is is not Really, the end, either. Yes, in in rare situations, if if somebody can bring you back, it's useful to have that. Regardless, and, and not dragged away. Cameron will be sort of picking up, like dragging a body off to somewhere where he can start doing this. Regardless, we should move them away. Yeah, Hakim is also starting to move the body. So, while this is going on, uh, 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 Prize, you sort of poke around, there's, there's, there's nothing, like, looking around the hollows, there's nothing stored in them, um, poking around the Devil Toad's body, uh, you actually do find a few things that, that they had stored on them. Um, there is, first of all, there's about nine gold pieces of various denominations, or various mintings. Um, any that stand out as, like, particularly weird? Roll me a history roll, see if you would know. I mean, yeah, not that I would know too much. Yeah, that nope, tracks. Nope, nope, nope. Nothing you recognize. This one. It, uh, it looks yellow. <laughs> yes, it looks yellow. Um, but yeah, there are nine gold pieces. There is a set of like pan pipes, but made out of bone. There is a small, uh, uh, easily held in your hand. A uh, uh, little little compass uh, made out of silver, and there is a desiccated, withered human hand that has a symbol tattooed on the back of back of the hand. That is, roll me a religion roll. See if this goes better than your history roll. Technically, yes. But but a three still doesn't cut it. Um, It is an image of a uh, an 
almost angelic looking woman um with her hands raised up over her head and these large the this set of wings has brought from her back and also meet sort of up you don't recognize what it is or who it is intended to be but that is on the back of the hand and that is what you find on the devil toad Anything like this? Sorry, anything like what? Uh, if any of this is useful. It, it seemed out of place. The roommate comes over and looks. Her nose sort of wrinkles a little bit at the, at, at the hand. She reaches. May I? Of course, yes. Okay. She takes. She takes the compass and opens it up. Tilts her head a little bit. Looks. Call me. Call me crazy, but I think this is pointing back the way we went. You're crazy. I mean, you're not totally wrong. Sorry. I walked right into that. You're fine. (coughs) Huh. She shuts it and she hands it back to you. I, I try not to take it. If you don't cry, if you, if, yeah, if, if you, if you, like, pull back. She doesn't push it. She looks around, holds it out for anybody else who wants to take it. Yeah, Karis would take it if okay. no one else does. I, I'm actually watching that transaction take place. Anything out of the ordinary? I don't think so. Like, uh, just because it's silver. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's, there are no strange reactions. Okay, that that isn't just me as a player trying to make a joke. Right. It would have been funnier otherwise. Fair. <laughs> um, Quaven speaks up. I do not mean to be pushing the issue, but could we could we go somewhere else to 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 sit down and rest? I am not necessarily comfortable. With us being in here, if just in case. Okay, as you wish. We are trying to move these out of here anyway. Yeah, and he will. He will glad. He will happily take one of the bodies. He'll probably take a couple. And yeah, you guys can move out. 
however however far away you want to move uh, uh, from it. For you guys down, whether you take a short rest, whether you take a long rest, it is a little, it is close to getting close to night at this point. But you probably have a good, if you wanted to push it, you could probably have, and granted, you're in a jungle. It's not like night or day matters an enormous amount. But you could probably push it like an hour before it got dark. Considering we have um, burial to do, we might need some time for that. True. I imagine we go at least far enough to leave this area out of sight. Yeah, I'd I'd want us to get out of to not be okay here. So it'll take a good like twenty minute walk away, something like that. Yeah, because honestly, yeah, if you move ten minutes away, bodies. the tri- the the general just nature of the jungle will will hide it from you. But then you're only like ten minutes away, so you guys walk away a little bit. I think even if even if it gets dark, it'd be worth yeah. just even making our way slowly, okay. just to get away before we rest. Yeah. You guys walk for a little bit, find a spot, find a good spot probably to 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 do your burial. Then Quaven will help whoever is doing that part. I don't suppose anybody brought a shovel. Oh, actually, um, that's not part of the standard kit, is it? It's not. I don't think so. It is not. And <clears throat> for I recall, I the transmutation magic doesn't let you do the tool at, at this level. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it may be a slightly difficult uh, uh, barrel or a fairly shallow one. Anyway, Seeker will shallow is doable. Seeker like, has, you know, <laughs> strong yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, it's easier for Seeker. Yeah, non-organic materials. Mm-hmm. He will he will chip in um, and chip away. Okay. So yeah, between you and Quaven will help you with that. He is not like super buff, but he is determined and doesn't complain about about doing laborious work. Uh, it, it'll probably take you guys about twenty. I'm a horrible judge. Forgive me, I'm a horrible judge on how long it takes you to to dig a grave. Um, <laughs> I have many I skills if you that is not one of them. And I, I am not willing to put... something done in an hour. I'm not willing to put myself on that particular watch list. I am in enough of them. 
I I don't know what stat modifier I actually have. Yep. Uh, for for the audience, that was me making a joke by rolling an insight check. Right. <laughs> so yeah, give you guys enough time. You have no problem finding a spot, finding some some uh, an area with some loose earth where it's fairly easy to dig, and you commit these the these four bodies back to the earth. And those who are not participating can get a short rest out of it. And then probably a long rest. I'll, like, uh, not try to help too much with the digging because I am a little weakling, but I will uh, offer prayers for them, but not anything specific. Okay. Because it's like, I, I don't know their denomination, but it's just like, look, can you give them a hand going, get into where they're going to go? Right. In much, much better language than that. Yep. Cameron looks vaguely surprised at that. And continues his digging and helping with this. Okay. Hakim is... Hakim was pretty done once he brought the one body that he was dragging into position and is is taking the short rest. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, you get that you get that grim work done. Sort of sort of melancholy capper to an otherwise fairly successful evening. Are you going to settle down for a long rest here, or try to push I think on? given everyone's condition, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. traveling through a jungle at night doesn't seem like a good idea either. Fair. I don't know what everyone's moaning about. I'm fine. <laughs> I like the idea that Hakim actually mechanically spends all the heat dice so that Next, after a long rest, he hasn't. He he still doesn't have full hit dice. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and find Seeker where he's at. Yeah, Seeker's just nearby, deactivated. Uh, you walk up. Hello. I uh, sorry. Um, I I just wanted to. Oh, good. Apologize. We're doing this again. Uh, uh sorry. I mean, I I wanted yep. to I wanted to say sorry for hurting you earlier. That was a tactically unwise decision, but it worked out. Sorry. If 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 you need to, you feel free to like hit me or something. I I'm not sure what would be fair. Why? I I hurt you, so. Thicker looks very confused. Would that change what happened? No, but it might make you then feel better. What's the point? Feel. 
looks down at himself. I will feel better soon. <laughs> oh, that that's good. I I guess. Um. Oh. How long's it been? Sorry. It's been probably about yeah, probably about. I don't know how long. How quickly comes over. Well, I give it in roughly after amount of time left on a long rest. Yeah, <laughs> I, it would be like pretty quick. Okay, in roughly seven and a half hours, I will be. I will feel better. Oh, okay, but that's not usually how that. Okay, sorry. I tried before. It did not work. Now I'm just going to let you carry on. As as you wish. Hmm. Try and avoid doing that again. Sorry. And that. Sorry? Yes. I... Sorry. If a machine can start ignoring you, if, like... Because <laughs> I don't think he switched out of his, like, resting state. There's just, like, a mouth moving somewhere. But he starts, like... He doesn't start. He stops moving his mouth and looks <laughs> unmoving and impassive. Just the, the window shut down noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'll guess I'll move away a bit. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Is anything else? Any other? Anybody who wants to do anything else before you guys start your long rest? Going once, going twice. Um, Karis would have, after bodies dealt with, have sat somewhere quietly, kind of just weirdly staring at her sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mechanically, she's doing her hexblade thing, but yep. outwardly... Hexblades are weird. Uh-huh. Yes, in the best way. And as you do focus on it, you do feel stronger connection. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily... You probably have a lot of suspicions, but you're not necessarily 100% sure where that connection's coming from. But it does seem stronger, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. 
I leave that up to Karis to decide. <laughs> Karis isn't sure. Fair. So yeah. You guys settle in. Uh, there's a brief conversation. Uh, quiet. Sort of off to the side between Zeram and Quaven. Um, in any sort of distance or volume that I could pick up? You can roll me. They're definitely trying to keep their voices down. Mm. Uh, you could roll me if, if you want to, if you want to listen in or get intent. Uh, perception if you're trying to spy. Insight if you're trying to just get the gist. And 19 on perception. Okay. So, it is very much... So since you've known them, obviously there's been a very clear dynamic between them. One is the bodyguard. One is the person being guarded. Um, and Quaven has been largely, when it comes to making decisions, be, being part of the group-making, decision-making process, um, uh, Anything involving taking the lead where 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 Zorima might have stepped one of them might have stepped up. Quaven has been very deferential. This is very much a you hear a couple of uh, a, a couple of things back and forth. This is Quaven is definitely leading this conversation. And he is talking in a I am trying to reason with you tone. Um, not that they're necessarily arguing, but he is basically, you hear him say at one point, yes, I understand that we, we definitely want to be aiding these people they are they they, they are they're obviously important to you and they are important to us in terms of escaping and getting out of here and i i, I appreciate that but if something happens to you that will be before you can get back and get consecuted, this will be this will be all for naught, and I would I would not want that to happen, to say the least. Zarema gives him a look, and it's it's not a it's not a it's not a look of reproach. 
there there there's definitely sort of a sort of a a uh warmth to it is i understand that But we've been put into these people's lives, and their lives have been put in risk due to no fault of their own. We don't want to do harm while we get to where we're going. I don't know what I've been like before. But if I wouldn't have issue with that before, then... And she stops herself there from continuing that train of thought and just sort of sighs and says, Your point is taken. But please don't lecture me about getting involved in keeping... Keeping... Doing what I can... To keep people, keep these people safe as much as I can. And he sort of sighs and. Very well. Understand. Sort of steps off and a little bit of a huff. And about that point. Are you trying to be subtle about this? Uh, I think so, yeah. Roll me a stealth roll. Is this taking place away from me? Uh, this is taking place about maybe, maybe, maybe like ten feet away from sort of the center of the camp. Of the little okay. camp that you've taken. Um, let's see. About this point, when when she steps away, she sort of looks over, catches you looking. She doesn't look offended. He just sort of smells and nods a little bit, and gives a. Her expression is almost apologetic towards cries, and she goes to find a place to sit next to the campfire. I try to give her a confused look. Okay. Just like I, what? Why are you smiling at me? Yep. Undertale. Yep. So yeah, you guys settle in to do your long rest. Uh, who's taking what watches? I assume Seeker is. All of them. All of them. Same as last time, I guess. Which was, I believe. <laughs> Same question. I believe um, it was Karis and Cameron first? Well, last. I think, no, it was not first. Or no, so they were in the middle. Paris and Cameron were in the middle. Yeah, um, they were in the middle. Quaven and Seeker were first, and then 
I think it was Hakeem and Seeker for the last. I think you're right. So yeah, first watch. Anything Seeker wants to do or say? Um, no, I think Seeker is just sort of processing everything all of what just happened. Yep, legit. Uh, Quaven does not does not speak up. He's not hostile or anything, much like mm. the rest of the travel has been. No, I think it's a comfortable silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, your guys' watch ends. Nothing happens in the in, in during that time. Uh, Karis and Cameron. Anything you guys want to do during your watch? And Seeker. It is assume Seeker's in all of these. <laughs> Seeker is going to be in all of these, but generally just sort of listening. Yes. Unless something, you know, sparks up. Uh, what What did you say? What did Karis, what did you say, Lil? I said, um, probably pointedly trying to avoid talking about the visitor they had on one of their right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think if, if I don't I don't think Cameron has any reason to start a conversation, you know, other okay. than like I'll watch this direction or or whatever. Yeah. Cool. And then final watch, Hakeem and Seeker. I think Hakeem uh <clears throat> would at some point during watch uh turn towards uh seeking up. This is more to let you know, so I don't expect you to answer, but I think I found a way to magically enhance a weapon that probably includes those that you use. So just so you know I could I could perhaps provide assistance that way. Um, Seeker, like, flicks out of... rather As opposed to how when um, he was talking to Prize, Seeker will, like, stand up and, like, move a little bit. Hmm. Um, uh, and just sort of turn to look at you. Um, and has a, has a little think. And says... That seems useful. How does it work? I... I have not recovered enough of my magic to try it now, but basically I cast a spell and touch your weapon, and for a time, it's... I don't know. Out of character, I don't recall off the top of my head what the duration for magic weapon is. Uh, it is. I think it's an hour. Pretty sure a minute. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's it's an hour. Concentration up to an hour. Yeah, for an hour or uh, as long, assuming I don't get distracted, um, the, the weapon will 
fight into things a little better. Hmm. For like takes his bow out, does it work on this? Uh I think so. Yep. I don't mm. Yep. It's not yes, restricted then that to may be useful. missile or melee. I might I, not be I the am best, best to I, best to know when it's useful, so feel free to suggest. I will do that. I am as I have heard said in the market for new weapons. So we will see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like the idea of as a fight starts, I wish to cause damage with this. Now would be useful. <laughs> <laughs> I have come here to kick ass and <laughs> and be confused about about human about well about um other organics <laughs> and actions life. and traditions. <laughs> and I am all out of being confused about organics, <laughs> traditions, and reactions. Really? Is Seeker ever going to be out of confusion no. about that? No. <laughs> but that doesn't work for the joke. I know, I know. Gun <laughs> being confused about organics. <laughs> uh... You did kick names and take ass. Yep. <laughs> uh... <laughs> but yeah, eventually. Time passes, day slivers of light break through the canopy that indicate to you and that that it is daylight now. Everybody starts to get up, you get your long rests in. <laughs> oh oh yes, because you had And those two. All right. Yep. You guys get up. Raymond and Quaven are feeling much better at this point. Sorry, sucking. I imagine he's st he's still got a got a good bruise on the back of his head, but yeah, yeah, it's still a little sensitive. But you're but you're 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 yeah. feeling better. You're feeling spry. Yep. Yep. As soon as we get going, he he'd cast his usual mage armor. Yep. Anyone yeah. looking towards Keris would notice that. She goes to strap her sword at her waist, as usual, gives a kind of strange smile, and then the sword just disappears. If anyone's watching. Uh, I might be. Is it usually always there, like, physically? Yeah. It I never might. leaves her side. Even at night, it's in her bedroll. 
Or was it yeah. you say it disappeared? Yeah, loads it missing. Yes. Vanished. Let me, I, I want to see this, actually. No, this is... Hakim... I imagine Hakim wouldn't notice it disappearing, but would pay attention to the fact that, oh, it's not there. I think, I think Cameron would notice. And actually, that brings He spent a lot of time with her, actually. Absolutely. Yes. That brings up a good point. To rewind very briefly, uh, during that first watch, uh, Seeker is, I I assume, paying attention. Um, uh, uh, Quaven actually does do, does, does do so. Not, not interaction. He spends about the first half of their, uh, half of the shift and it may, uh, it looks like he's doing something similar to sleep, but not, he's meditating. Um, and then for the last half of the shift, um, he is practicing some particular moves, uh, combat moves, and focusing, and, uh, Seeker, you would actually notice during this, at one point, you see him in do some make a particular motion, and in the middle of 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 his fighting stance, you see another sort of shadowy, translucent version of him appear nearby. And it acts independently <clears throat> of him. <sighs> well, we'll uh, remember that then. Yep. So, yeah. So, you guys set out. Make your way through. Uh, roll me a secret. I assume you're, you're, you're leading. Uh, roll me a survival roll. Okay. Eh. Yeah. It's not awful. Um, you are, you are, you're able to find with, uh, Asher's feather that you guys as a group have, I believe, uh, Karis has it. I may be wrong about that. Uh, but... I would guess Seeker might still have it, because I think Seeker yeah. had it on the way here. You might be right about that. I was just trying to remember who took it at first. Yeah, that seems, seems yeah. reasonable. With that, you are... You're not having to deal with, um... Any of the tricks or traps that this island has to distort direction or prevent you from getting to where you want to go. So mostly it's just a matter of you're making fine time. You don't make any extra speed with what you're at, but you also don't walk the group into any traps either. Oh, Yay, nice. medium success. <laughs> um, it's a long day of travel. Um, 
making it back. And it's as you, as you are heading back, even with the feather, like the route that you're tracking, you very quickly realize that because you might have been thinking, oh, we'll we'll just find the tracks that we had before. No, those tracks are gone. The 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 the, uh, the whether it is the jungle itself or what like footprints that you had made, um, uh, a paths that you had cut, anything like that is gone as if it had never even been there. So you are sort of freshly blazing a new path back, but you're still on course. And you make hmm. your way back. That's odd. Crazy Fey Magic Island. Hmm. Uh, and you have about one more night that you're going to have to be out here before you make it back to Asher. You find a good place. You settle in. Go through the watches. I should mention as well, probably. Um, yep. If the distribution of food comes up, mm-hmm. uh, I will spend the uh, ten minutes to cast Purify Food and Drink. Okay. R- regardless of who it comes from. Cool. That is very doable. Uh, yeah, if there's anything else... You guys want to do other than walk? Or after you guys set camp? I would try to find some time that uh, Hakeem is uh, either alone or away from the group. Okay. That seems doable at some point, yeah. I mean, if you're like in the back complaining about mosquitoes again. Mm, depend. Yep, that might happen at some point. Probably. Like it, because since we have the uh, we are better equipped. It's not constant, but it probably still happens sometimes. Yeah. Yep. So I'll I'll just be like, uh, hi. Uh, sorry. Um, you you're like smart and everything. Yes. Um, smart is hard to define, but go on. What does consecrated mean? Hmm. It's a... It's... It's a thing that happens in certain... It's, it's a kind of religious ritual... Where, where a typically it can be a person or it can be an object is uh, ritually perhaps like in uh, this kind of ritual uh, makes them more. Kind of increases their significance in some way. 
like perhaps in some ways it kind of uh confirms that this object or this person is holy or at least more holy oh but okay It should so, is that so, like something for Ashira? Oh, 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 sorry, so like Zerema would probably explain better, but I, I mean, I also know someone who could have done a better job. Sorry. Oh, well, thank you, though. Sure, I hope that's helpful. <laughs> As, you know, like, try and rejoin the group walking in perfectly silent single file, I assume. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, it's not completely silent the whole way through, like... Baker is pointing out things to look out for, if nothing mm-hmm. else. You know, that thing's poisonous. Don't step on that. There's a hole. Uh, I'm just getting Dragon Ball abridged flashbacks now. Girl, there's a bird. <laughs> um, actually, if he's pointing out poisonous things... Is there any way for Cameron to attempt to start to construct a poisoner's kit that he now has <laughs> skills to use? If you stop to try and catch things or, or, or harvest some plants, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't think, yeah, I think he would, if it was, if, it, if it's going to take time, he obviously would wait until yeah. was, we were taking a break or something, Go but ahead. I think he's... Roll me a natural with proficiency. Because that's basically I... what a, what a, what a, what a... Sure. Uh, this kit would be just to do some harvesting. Okay, well then it's this plus two because I don't have actually I don't no have worries. proficiency. Wait, did it not roll? No, it did. Oh, it did roll. Okay, so twelve. Actually, an actual poisonous kit might be more like tools rather than materials. Yeah. But it, it yeah, hurt. but like I figure if he's just like I, I am. I mean, and obviously up to Jeremy to interpret this. He is sort of going okay. Things are getting serious. I'm going to start, like, I don't know, looking out for some things that I could, mm-hmm. that I know about and from my history that I can be like, oh, you know what? It would actually be really useful to have this. I can, at some point in the future, maybe I can put the stuff together to make some poisons or make something yep. useful. It maybe it doesn't happen right away. I mean, presumably I can't actually do anything until, like, yeah, as you say, get some tools and things, but yeah, you might just try to pick up a few things, especially with Seeker's help of being like, oh, is this, can you, Oh, is that this plant? Okay, I I know what that is. That's that might be helpful to me. Cool. Yep. So you're able to get like a couple uh, uh, a couple things from plants. Um, that will eventually. You are guessing that you know it, it will take some refinement, but you could probably make a a, a passable poison out. Yeah. Just like if if we end up here for longer than he'd like, maybe it, it, we might as well start working on that for sure. Um, I'm assuming those perceptions are to see if you notice this, 
it doesn't sound like Cameron is being sneaky about it. So even with oh, the no, six, I think you notice. No, it's just if it, you know if Seeker points out something, you'd be like, right. oh, okay, and like be like, oh, that might be useful. And if anyway asked, yeah, it's not. He's not trying to secretly gather things up to poison the party. Well, I mean, I suppose I would say that if I was, but <laughs> but no, he's he's not even that. That is not what Cameron is doing. That's exactly it's what someone who like, wanted oh. to poison the party would say. <laughs> um, it's probably more. I should have rolled insight to work out what he's doing if he's not hiding it. So fair. To hey, it. maybe. So, I, <laughs> Either so, way, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, sort of same. It's like I'm trying to see if I'm putting together a pattern. Fair. Uh, I mean, I what yeah. was just said. He he is look. He's out. He's looking for useful things. Some some of them's poisonous things. Maybe there's some medicinal things. But he's just sort of gathering. He's he's he is occasionally going. Oh, that could be useful. And I don't know, finding a small pouch that he putting stuff in. So yeah, and even Prime beyond that, like for, pur- for practical purposes, yeah, yep. yeah, and even beyond like those bits of conversation, like it's not a dead silent uh, uh, thing. Like Zarema will try to keep some kind of small talk going. Um, she is perceptive enough to see that. This is not a group that is that 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 you go into. So, tell me about where you grew up. Kind of situation, <laughs> at least yet. Um, but she does try to try to just ask about experiences and like um that sort of thing. Uh, she definitely has a curiosity about people that just sort of is naturally coming out. Um, if you're displaying, like, when, when, when Cameron starts, starts doing this, like, oh, is that, do you have a lot of experience with plants and with extracts and... A little, I, I, uh, a, a little bit. You learn, you learn a bit if when you're over time, but um, uh, not not quite as much as our uh, uh, our friend over there just just towards seeker. It was clearly the right. more advanced outdoorsman, outdoors person. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I like to, I, I like to be prepared. That's fair, that's definitely useful. Do you not all carry a list of these things in your head? Uh for what was it? How did you refer how did um Seeker refer to us earlier? Organics, was it? Yeah. Uh organics This have close to more, meat bags. <laughs> have more difficulty uh it seemed Organics have some difficulty recalling uh, their lists quite so accurately. 
as you might as you might it's just it's not quite as organized perhaps that seems inefficient it very much is it is but it has its benefits too also some of us grew up in places where things like these were not in sight what is grow up it was it <laughs> well have have ooh, you met a have you met a very small organic person no no ch- no children never met a apart child apart from that one point surprise <laughs> Price is an elf isn't Price is a half elf isn't, isn't she I can't remember. Yeah, and it's smaller than the rest of the group. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. I suppose that's true. <laughs> uh, also, I'm a, f- <laughs> I'm a full elf. Yeah. Oh, are you? Okay, sorry. Uh, felf, if you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Felthy. Um, uh, well, elves are, like, light, smaller and lighter than most. <laughs> a little bit smaller, yeah. Most okay, other races. You, but but you, know, you know about animals and things, right? Yes. Have you ever seen a, 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 a um, like a a bear cub or something? A small, uh, you like... are referring to offspring. Yeah. Yes. When yes. when uh, uh, organics also have offspring, and those offspring go you from being very too. small. Yes. They go from being very small to being, and he holds his hand up next to his height to you know about this high, and that we refer to that as growing up. Why? We refer hey, to our. We also we also call them babies or children. Yes, that too. Also, it must be said, depending on who you are, there are gnomes and halflings who do not grow to this height. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, also, when I said, have you, have you met a small person? I was expecting him to be like, yes, I met, and I've already forgotten his name, small gnome wizard guy on the boat. Uh, Tarek. Yeah, Tarek. Tarek was also. <laughs> I was expecting him to say, yes, I met Tarek. <laughs> and then I would have had to explain. No, that's not oh, what I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> setting you up for a joke here, man. We don't. <laughs> I forgot that was a gnome. We don't manufacture them the way that you might be thinking. We it's refer to them as growing quiet. up because they grow and they go from small to big. Yes. Why not grow just up. create them big? That's not how life works. It's not how uh, it's not how organics work. We it would be difficult a... to <laughs> by by analogy, it would be very difficult to fit an entire tree in an acorn. They and Zareva pauses like just a moment of oh god, I'm really gonna have to explain this, aren't I? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Children grow from our bodies in a fashion. Some of our bodies. That sounds horrific. Yes. <laughs> it's just natural. It's just what it is, and so obviously they can't be the same size as us. They're smaller, and as they grow older, they grow taller and fill out. 
until they reach maturity at a certain age. Ah, like birds with eggs. Yes. You lay eggs. No. Well, like mammals, like bears. Oh. That process. Oh. Do you not have uh, just a list of the ways all animals and organics grow up in your head? <laughs> no, I have only seen what I have observed while I was on on uh, on the the run, as it were. Ah, that's kind of what I was referring to. I have lived most of my life in places where I could not observe and points to surroundings. <laughs> I have catalogued everything I encountered, but I also had a pre-existing list of dangerous flora. Yeah. Mm. Oh. And I'm a Organics lot like... don't have such lists. Wait a... Hmm. I'm a lot like Hakeem that way. I did not... Certainly did not grow up in this sort of environment. So yeah. In that way, we are efficient. We did not learn things we did not have use for. But well, hmm. I mean, we I wouldn't do go now, that but far, but I understand do? your point. <laughs> I I think this is the most outside I've been in years. I can 100% agree with that, for my part. What is most outside? Instead of being inside. I did not... I was not aware there were degrees of being inside and outside. There are. There are inside or outside. And this is the most outside. Also possibly the outside for the most amount of time. Hmm. It, yes, the the longest. Yes. Well, then let us continue. All right. I just, yeah, I assume we were walking, but yes, of course. So you guys continue. Oh, I'd stop pointing out things. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, walking or taking a break, whatever. The point is still traveling. Yeah. Hmm. Perfect synchronous lockstep single file. Definitely <laughs> not. I feel like that is the opposite of this group right now. Uh, <laughs> it's also a jungle. Yes, that too. But yes, if, you guys... Um, oh, go ahead. If Sarema is uh, illicit small talk, then Karis would try and find out some stuff about her background. Okay. Have them Serena's background just yes. to kind of flesh out the stuff she has in her head. Okay. For her visitor. Fair. Lilith, however, cannot think of the questions that Karis would be asking. No worries. Um. Yeah. No problem. So she she. Clearly doesn't mind, like, um, she, I didn't, 
I grew up under magical custody. Let's put it that way. I uh, and she sort of you can see Quaven is keeping an eye on the conversation a little bit nervously, but is not is not trying to intervene or like cut anything off or anything like that. It's very much sort of the uncertain he is much more wary of everything and she seems to be much less so. Um I grew up in in, in Rexentrum. Um in within the uh custody of the Cerberus Assembly. I'll be honest, I don't know exactly why, but apparently, if I'm understanding what I was told when I left, um, I apparently, how to, this is a little strange to explain, I don't know how, how familiar, are you? How much do you know about uh, uh, Jorhas and and the 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 Kryn Dynasty and 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 their faith? They are very intolerant of anything else. To be clear, we're talking about the Kryn Dynasty, not the Dwendalian Empire. Uh -huh. Dwendalian Empire is 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 the yep. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. What what? Okay, what do I know? Um, honestly, probably not a ton. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this. Karis has probably gone over to, to gone across that line. Um, so mostly what you know is what you've heard of propaganda. You might recognize it as propaganda, mm -hmm. but it's still pretty much the only thing you know, which is it is a society of more savage people, uh, a lot of drow. They live in the wastelands. Uh, they have carried out attacks on the, di on the empire for unknown reasons. Um, they have uh, more monstrous people among them. Um, all of the all all of the savage propaganda that you might imagine that sort of thing, and probably don't know. Assume that they. Probably they 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 largely worship the betrayer gods and that sort of thing. Even in the Menagerie Coast, they don't have a lot of contact with the dinosaurs. So. 
In that case, she responds, just a load of useless propaganda. Fair enough. Um, the the Kryn worship uh, uh, an entity, not not the prime deity, not the prime deities, not well. There there is worship of the prime deity. There is worship of of betrayer gods, as I understand it. I'm not. I don't have any actual experience there. Exactly. Um, but the dynasty's primary faith is called the Luxon. And they believe and have evidence that, that have, have, uh, assistance built around uh, reincarnation and being reborn into new bodies around these beacons and these beacons hold souls when you die if you die within the presence of a beacon and you've gone through a process known as consecution then you will be, instead of going off to wherever you go off, you're certain this beacon to be reborn. I am probably explaining this very wrong. I didn't grow up knowing any of this stuff. It's what I've been told. Um, but you will eventually be reborn. And then you go through you can go through a process memory your past memories start slowly coming to you and you can go through a process you will gain access to all those memories and so you gain the benefit of multiple lives apparently that's me. And apparently there is something that I knew in one of, in a life. I don't know whether it's the last one. I don't know if I have more than one or what. But there is something that I knew that is crucially important to dynasty and the empire and all of this other stuff. I don't know. Hmm. But I've basically been raised in a tower for the whole of my life. Where, um, Jeremy, where's this conversation happening? Wherever Karis decided to have it. <laughs> Karis, where is this conversation happening? Karis generally stays towards the back of the group as rear guard, so yeah. But like within earshot of Cameron, probably or... yes. I don't think yes. you guys are spread out. Have... Yeah, and knowing that Cameron knows the deal, she probably would have engineered it so that Cameron was within earshot. Legit. I think 
If 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 anyone's paying attention, Cameron, I think is listening, interested to this as well. Hakim was was also paying attention, at least from the point where the assembly was mentioned. Right. I I'm going to sort of whisper quietly to Hakim. That doesn't sound like what you said. As I said, I uh, I have a my have a different understanding of what it means. In fact, I do think in in different contexts it might have different meaning. So yeah, you could Sorry, you could be reborn like as a chair or something. No, um, sorry, no, it's, you, you're generally reincarnated. Again, I don't understand all of this, um, but you're, you're, you're reborn as a, as a being, a sentient being. I don't know what my past lies were. I'm still a little confused as to how it all works. Um, but if you are an adherent, if you, if you are part of, part of the, part of the, the faith and you go through this process of consecution, it's a ritual process, I guess. And she looks over it at Quaven and Quaven, who has been quiet through all this. Like I said, a little bit nervous, but watching. Just gives sort of a short nod. Um, then, if you pass on within proximity of of these these beacons, then your soul will be drawn into the beacon and wait to be to be born into a born anew. And and if it like. Uh, again, like a chair again has been consecrated, then it's holy and you, does the same thing. You can't. Uh, I would assume you can't consecute a chair. I said it has to be a sentient being. Now, if if you can make a chair sentient, maybe. I don't know. How many? How many subtle glances? How many subtle glances towards Seeker are in the party right there? <laughs> <laughs> Not actually, right? But <laughs> uh, since wait, the assembly knows about this, and I and I mean the uh, the supposed knowledge has. To your knowledge, have the assembly attempted to uh, capture you? I was. That's where I. That's where I grew up. Do, do Karis and Cameron I, I, need I, to I, do I anything imagine. with when he says that? Uh, I think Karis would just exchange a glance. I mean, like, hiding, like, pretending to not say anything. 
it would just be a a quick yeah. glance towards Cameron, and that would be it. Mm. And yes. then listen intently to the answer. Fair enough. Right, like Hakim I assume the assembly wasn't pleased about you leaving. No. Um, I. And she looks over at Quaven and says, Quaven and others were part of a, I guess the term would be rescue mission. To retrieve me and get me out. We were heading eventually back to the dynasty, but we were heading to uh, Carrots. I understand that is the name of an of of a city. Says that she stops and 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 realizes. How that sounded for just a moment. <laughs> City near many hosts of Igrathath. I guess. I don't know. <coughs> Again, I've never been there, but it's it's south of the dynasty. It's south of Jorhas, I guess. And there would have been representatives there to meet us and bring us back to... Jorhas. It does seem a more safe place from any pursuing members of the Cerberus Assembly. Yeah. At least compared to the, co the Menagerie Coast. Yeah, we were just stopping there. They. There was a military operation, I guess would be the way that you describe it. To bust me out. I had no idea any of this was coming because I had no idea of anything until I started getting very, other than I had very vague <laughs> memories that I knew that were not my own. But they're, they're hazy. They come in dreams and they're, they're half remembered sort of things. But I had no idea of any of this until they busted into the uh busted into the Martinet's tower got me and we ran and then just headed down Quaven actually sort of steps in at this point it's like and then we 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 went down south to the to Portamali uh, where we knew we could catch a, catch a ship. That's quite an operation. He is somebody who who is very important to our nation and our the Bright Queen. Zarimik is sort of a sheepish shrug, a little smile, and like, I don't know. All I know is I grew up 
in a tower, and now I'm not in that tower, and I'm supposed to go and find out who I am. And there's probably people kind uh, of King Carlitz on the side is not vocally expressing uh, his realization that, oh boy, this <laughs> this lady is in trouble, and we are in trouble. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> in fact, I will say, let's see. Cameron, being a soldier, former soldier from the Empire, Karis being a bounty hunter who's dealt in the Empire, and uh, uh, Hakeem having been at least somewhat worldly and a little bit of political stuff. You guys can roll me being history Being educated roles. about yeah. the about Being educated. You can roll me history roles. Sorry, I'm rolling dice for you, Zagrog. Okay. So yeah, uh, not not. I mean, nothing in there rings false necessarily. Like, there's nothing in there. It's like, hey, there's no way that would be a thing. Uh, Karis, everything in there at least sounds like it would be truthful. Not to say mm -hmm. that there's not stuff that's being made up, but specifically. The name that she mentions sounds, uh, uh, is, you know what? I'm actually, because this is involving magical stuff, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you advantage, Keen. I should have thought of that. Slightly better. Um, one of the names, uh, the, the name that she said, Martinette, uh, 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 it, it, registers to you. Uh, Hakeem, you would know that is a position within the assembly. You don't know a lot about it because you're not super into the politics of the assembly necessarily. Mm -hmm. Or it's something that you, even if you have interest, it's something that you haven't gotten a lot of education on yet. Sort of because of the way your tutor was about that kind of stuff. Um, Karis, you reckon the, the Martinet, uh, Martinet is most likely in reference to, to a, a, one of the main figures of the Cerberus Assembly, uh, the Martinet Ludinus, Ludinus de Lef, who is the Archmage of Domestic protections. In other words, works very closely with the Empire in terms of uh, Department of Homeland Protection, basically. Also, NSA, CIA, all that kind of stuff. So that's who apparently she cool. grew up with, or grew up under the custody of. 
So yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm. We were supposed, or uh, we were trying to get to Jorahas and ended up on a boat, and you know the rest. Quaven kind of says, and the goal is to still get her back. Um, Jeremy, for, yes. uh, for other, the other stuff they're talking about, the, um, I really need to go and look up some of these words, but, um, the reincarnation stuff. Yes. Um, am I, is Cameron at all familiar? Was it, I, religion yeah, I, t- I took Cameron as being having probably fought on the Eastern front Fair. for early and so interacting with, Zorhas, is that the name of the Zorhas, place? Zorhas, yeah. yes. Um, a bit. I'm curious to know whether he n- knows about them looking for whatever Roll- those relics are, things like that. Why? Roll me, an, roll me a history of religion. Um, you were on the you were on the hostile side of that situation. Yeah, I, so it will be I, a disadvantage. I, but okay, yeah. sure. I mean, I'm already not great. I didn't think he would necessarily, yeah. but um, but there is a chance. Yeah, you know, maybe somebody explained why they were fighting. Yep. You know, at some point. Eight. Eight's not awful. Um, I would say you probably heard the term Luxon before. You don't necessarily. It's one of those situations, sort of like. None of it rings like none of what she said contradicts anything that you've any anything that you've heard necessarily. On um, a related note, does the does the any of the Raven Queen stuff he would have learned have anything to say about reincarnation? Because that's kind of a cheating death ish type, really. you know, that's, in the same. It's not. It just doesn't like, come up. Yeah, there's not really, there isn't really, so the Raven Queen has some very specific, obvious, um, uh, uh, thoughts about, uh, uh, natural life cycles and hmm. things like that. Um, the idea of the, of, of, of like, resurrection reincarnate you know the reincarnation as in the spell at least um that sort of thing that is still considered a natural part of life to a degree right because you're still drawing on a a a, a, a natural forces is perhaps pushing the term a little bit but you haven't gone if a god intercedes and resurrects you or if 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 you reincarnate into a new form your your soul and everything may may still be the same but that's a new cycle of life 
Right. So so it's probably one of the more like advanced theological questions yeah, along this line. It is. Okay, then so in which case he probably doesn't yeah. know that much. I th- I think that just makes him curious. He's like, I wonder what the Raven Queen thinks of that. Yeah. It's definitely not it's definitely not a clear thing like undead bad oh. kill undead. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much where I was Fair enough. looking for. So yeah. She will continue like if there's anything anything else wants to she will she will happily answer everything that anybody might be curious about. Otherwise you guys sort of continue on. So if you break a consecrated chair, does that come back as like a bucket or something? Consecration and consecution are two separate things. Oh, uh, what are both? Consecration is, uh, the act of, 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 um, blessing and making something suitable for, uh, uh, worship and, and, and making sacred. Uh, consecution and she looks over like, tell me if I'm getting any of this wrong. But, uh, says to Quaven, but is a ritual that, I guess they're sort of similar, but is a ritual within the Luxon faith that Essentially binds your spirit to 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 the Luxon, to the 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 first radiant, um, to to that entity, and then after you have been consecuted and you are you you are bound, if you are in a presence of these beacons, which I guess is. A representative of the Luxon of some kind, then your soul is gathered and ready to be reborn. Like no chairs. No chairs. I feel like I'm explaining this horribly wrong, but basically that no i i just don't understand a lot of things it's fine it's I, i'm sorry it's fine you're this is i don't understand this either rise i was not raised with what one might call a worldly education and certainly not an education in my people. Because I would imagine the last thing the assembly would have wanted and what then the Martinet would have wanted would have been me knowing 
this kind of information. I imagine few of us here are educated on, well, your people. Probably not. Oh, there are. Think is at the front of the group just looks back and is like, yeah. You, I, I can relate to that. I don't think I have a people. Huh? Sorry. What? Nothing. The Remus sort of looks down, sort of uh, at her hands a little bit, and says, "I've maybe it's just because of how I grew up." I kind of feel like whoever your people are, in general, not any of us specifically, but are, and obviously we have, I have a people I belong to, Seeker, I hope you have a people you belong to if that's what you want. Prize. But your people are who you choose. And I would like to be able to choose that at some point. And that's ultimately why I left. Why I willingly left. I have no doubt that Waven and his people politely, gently, not harshly, but would have made, I would have left whether I wanted to or not, but Harris, um, quietly mutter under her breath, I'm not sure I want to go, no, any, get any closer to what is technically now my people. That's a fair point. I have a whole other people that I get that too. I'd like to find my people in terms of other drow, the dynasty, maybe. At least find out what's going on there. But I sure as sure as the gods do not want to, I don't see myself wanting to meet up with my blood family. Certainly not the matriarch. Mm. Probably yeah, about this time you guys have found a place to settle down. But Jer- yeah. Jeremy, sorry, briefly there, the matriarch is a Dwindali person? No, wait, Matriarch. Yeah, you can roll an insight on that, because there's been a lot of discussion about things. (laughs) 
sorry, there was there was a couple of nouns there that I think I missed. Yeah. There was one that was like the homeland security person. Was that the same? Is that the person that we're talking about there? No. What was that person that also started with an M? Right. Martinet. Uh, Ma- Martinet Ludinus Deleth. Correct. Right. Martinet is a Dwendali person. Matriarch is presumably a Drow person. Then roll me an insight roll. Insight. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely one way to interpret it, yes. So you get the sense she's not talking about the Kryn dynasty. She's talking about her bloodline. Oh, is this a uh, lol thing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you actually okay. say that? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you get the sense this is a lol thing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that that's... You know, one of those. Yep. Fr- you know, it's a, it's a sort of a, so it's a, like like a title, much like the um, matron, which is the um, right, a, a raven queen, depending on how you want to talk about it. Okay. One of the one of those we don't say their name. Basically, things. what she was getting at is, I would be interested in meeting my, the, my people in terms of the Kryn or or other Drow, because she's literally. Probably met four or five in her life, um, but she is not interested in meeting up with servants of uh, servants or 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 children of Loth. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. About this time, Seeker, you found probably a good place to to to. Uh, uh, settle down for the night. We stop here. Cool. I think would probably turns back around. Do, uh... What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Zareva just smells. That's not much important. I think Hakib directs the conversation towards uh, facts about. Uh, basically, always like I was tutored by this, uh, by this wonderfully educated person, and describes some of, like, some of the people he was, who he who he learned with, mm-hmm. who he was tutored by. Yep. To direct the conversation towards slightly less politically charged things. Fair. It's 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 going to buy a pass some like it's going to be related in some parts, but oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, he's not gonna hide the fact that his tutor's opinions of of uh, politics and magic. Okay. Um. But not specifically focus on that stuff. Oh, we lost L. So, while we wait for that, um... So do you want to, do you do you want to to sort of explain that or uh, I mean, to summarize that? Okay, I don't know right, how much of that right. you have right now. 
oh yeah, I'm not yeah, because I could dig him up, but I mean I don't have him off the top of my head. No worries. So yeah, so so yeah, your your um your 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 primary instructor, your the the wizard you understand ah work words are hard. Um Ah, Ella's having weird PC things happening. Um, so yes, you're the, the wizard who taught you, uh, their name was, uh, uh, Aisha Graysdale. Right. Um, and, and for the rest of you guys, so, and if there's anything I say that Hakeem would not, uh, not disclose, feel free to stop me okay. there. Okay. Um, Aisha is very... How to put it? Um. Yay! Welcome back. Make sure you're back. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, just to recap what you missed, uh, 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 Hakeem is, has, has steered the conversation into sort of the, the people that that he studied studied under and studied with, um, which I'm explaining because because Zebra doesn't have that information at hand because mobile stuff. Um, so Hakeem studied under a, a wizard named Aisha Graysteel. Uh they're a little bit of a hippie is the best way to describe it. Um. They don't trust power structures. They don't trust, definitely don't trust the Cerberus assembly. Um, and specifically how close the assembly is in terms of how intertwined they are with the Dwendalian Empire and the, the, the governmental structure there in the crown. Um, And not a real big fan of how the Empire treats worshippers of, of, of quote unquote unapproved faiths, faiths, because they are a fairly devout worshipper of Sehenu, who is not an approved faith within the Empire. Um, you also, in addition to studying under Aisha, you studied with a couple people, and actually, when, uh, uh, when, when, god dang it, names, when Zarema w was talking about things and said that they were eventually supposed to go to, uh, uh, Karis, the city, that name registered to you, Hakeem. 
because that is in passing one of your one of the the um a Dowdra, the the dragonborn that you studied alongside oh. originally came from Karis. right um so you had Dowdra and Arafane that you studied with were very different sort of mindsets definitely had a rivalry between them um and you had probably just a very different kind of um for the rest of you it's a very different kind of study than you imagine the typical wizard study of somebody who spends all their time in a library and going through dusty tomes and stuff like that. Not that you don't, not that, that, that Akeem didn't do that and probably expresses some of that, but there was a lot of, it's, it's a little more akin to what you imagine, like studying mysticism during the age of Aquarius in the sixties is like. That sort of thing. So that's sort of what Hakeem sort of sort of expresses in terms of how the the how they've studied magic and and, and such. Yeah. Also, like he would call it like like this happened. Uh, like I, I like he mentioned how he only got gone went to wizard school after. After he ended his smithing career mm-hmm. because of his oh, yeah. health. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. That would, that, Zarema, that would be stuff that came up. Yeah. Zarema definitely listens with some interest. Um, that that that's interesting. I, I I guess I didn't know what to expect. I didn't. I didn't really study magic. It just came. But I've come to understand that's how magic happens to some people. Yep. But interesting. I like to meet. Uh, maybe one day I hope I could meet these people because sounds like it's of people who were significant to you, and that makes them significant. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't always agree, but. They were fine folk. Sound like. So yeah, that probably unfolds over post settling down, post camp making meal. You guys set to rest. 
just a quick question. Who uh, attempts to feed the prize? The prize. <laughs> uh, I mean, you will have food. If nobody else... Uh, uh, Zraim will definitely pass you some food. Okay. I, yeah, I'll take it and do the ritual again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very I doable. I think noticed the ritual, but it's like, eh, okay. She doesn't seem... She does not... She doesn't push anything about it. She, she, she sort of recognizes it for what it is. Uh, but yeah. You guys go through watches. Anything that wants to happen during that time? One, I, two, go ahead. I don't sleep a full night because elf. Mm-hmm. So there'll be probably a portion in like the the last uh last watch where I'll like get up and wander off a little bit. Okay. That would be uh Hakeem's watch Hakeem and Seeker's watch. I what do you what do you mean by wandering off? Uh just like away from everyone else, but not like completely out of like eye or earshot. Okay. Yeah, Hakeem would definitely like keep glancing over that way just to be sure that that Price doesn't suddenly disappear, but not like not trying to pry into what Price is doing specifically. I'm going to try and work on my liar. Okay. Just with the the hint of a song, like that uh, from when uh, I was in contact with the sirens. See if I can puzzle it out. Okay. Roll me a uh performance roll. I assume you're not at disadvantage for any reason. Uh, none but, like, thematic. Not any mechanical reason, anyway. Okay. But it was still like... an intentional disadvantage? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Um... It's like one little partial, half-remembered refrain. Yeah. Fair enough. So you're able to you're able to 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 start putting little pieces like 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 let's start digging into it at least. So I I guess at the very least, uh, Hakeem and Seeker would notice this re- repeating a very annoying piece of music just over and over.
Rocky would probably recognize it for, you know, in some respect, recognize for what it is. I mean, yeah, to be fair, you guys were all listening to yeah. it constantly as as your ship was sinking. But then you were also distracted by oh, your too, ship right. was sinking, too. Yeah. It definitely sounds familiar-ish. Hmm. Because it is just the start of it and an extrapolation. But yeah. I think during Karis and Cameron's watch, she, especially after all of the stuff we've been told, right. she would look at Cameron and just go, we need to make a decision. We need to get back to the mainland first. It doesn't matter until then. This is true. And, like, it says that with sort of, like, what, you know, like, no, we need to be thinking practically, but then he sort of sighs, like, but you're right. I. I. It's complicated. Yes. <laughs> it just sort of doesn't say it, doesn't follow up after that, I think. Cool. I don't think Karis will at that point either. Subject has been broached. Semi decision has been made that we don't need to dis- to make a decision quite yet. Mm-hmm. Cool. Leave it for a bit longer. All right. So you guys get up in the morning. Half of you are dead. No. Um. <laughs> ah, but which half? Aha! The right half. All that poison. You t- you never you never knew what was coming. <laughs> uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, right. The purified fruit and drink. Ah. And yeah, it's like well, that's why I'm looking out for who's who's giving me food. Yes, but <laughs> that's the secret. It's not about. It's not. Put into your food. Squeezed out and then poured into your ear, Hamlet style. I pour it all over your, what is it, pet, what is it, pet crab? Pet frog? I've forgotten, pet sorry. crab. Pet crab. So when you snuggle your pet crab as you're going to sleep. Aha. Uh-huh. See, I think the ear, I think doing it in the ear thing is funnier because, you know, present elf. Big ears. Yeah. Ooh, that's uh, a <laughs> sensitive topic, Jeremy. Um, but yes, no, you all wake up, and none of you are dead. Ish. Or are we so dead that we don't realize it? I mean, you're all alive. 
Some Paris of you are a little closer to death than others, but you're all alive. And... We got like five and a half living people. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd say five and five point eight living people. But yeah, you guys set out, and. You guys are mostly there at this point anyway, so about probably about midday. You guys break through a break through a a um the brush. And what you didn't realize was there, much like last time, all of a sudden you're in the you're you're in Asher's court. Nobody, it takes probably a couple, it probably takes about a minute for anybody to to notice you because it is much the same as it was before. There is a lot going on. Looks like the satyrs are back to their drinking contest. Um, There are some younger or at least younger looking or smaller or more immature or whatever uh uh fey creatures in the middle of play um there are several gossip circles going on and sort of in the center uh is actually she is the first one to notice you you guys see Ashura there she looks in your direction, sort of sits up a little bit, stands up and steps off of her, steps off of her, uh, no other way to put it, throne, and starts to make her way over curiously. Is there any sign of, uh, Petra and or, uh, Snapper? Roll me a perception roll. Okay. Oh yeah. Let me roll you a perception yeah. <laughs> roll. Seventeen, so uh Cameron, you do not see them right away. Uh Karis, it takes you a minute because it's just there's a lot going on. Uh Hakeem, you actually notice uh Snapper is in the middle of one of these conversation circles. Ooh. <laughs> um, and you see, uh, you see Petra in the middle of a drinking contest with a satyr. Okay, cool. Snapper definitely looks it a lot a healthier. Hakeem's face. <laughs> Um, Petra definitely looks a lot drunker, but she is holding her own as much as any human can hold their own against a satyr in a drinking contest. Mm-hmm. Oof, I, I'm not sure which is the more dangerous, the drinking contest or a kenku in a conversation circle. Right? <laughs> Haki would... 
like Bow and slash Neil yeah. as the uh lady arrives. He very quickly raises her hand like gives you to rise. Glad to see that you are back. How did it go? Well, uh, actually, who's holding the skull? Uh, I assume Karis we brought has it. it in her... yeah, yeah, Karis has it in her backpack. Yeah. We... We encountered a fiendish creature. It is dead. Good. And we found an object... Who was holding an object. And... Uh, Keris, um, elf skull that she's wrapped in sort of spare clothing from her backpack mm-hmm. and hands it over, still wrapped. She takes it, she, she, she pulls the wrapping off, uh, takes a look at it, and her expression softens just briefly. There is definitely recognition there. She looks back at you all. Thank you. This is... For lack of a better term, this is... an old friend. Oh, not a bit. We did... Um, uh, looking back at uh, Carrie's, she did successfully interface with a with a with what seemed like a portal and it seemed to close good I, it, there was a change in the environment I appreciate that um, I had wondered what happened to, to do a hand we the demon had or the fiend had uh these undead beings uh, to assist them uh they appeared to have been at least formerly uh eladrin i see we we buried them outside that area thank you i i will confess i did not expect that level of Respect. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I Not will... <laughs> I will take this uh, uh, off your hands. I can return it to the Feywild. Allow it to be cleansed. Perhaps if I'm lucky, or even a bit unlucky, Dulahan will return. Some point. Out of curiosity, and feel free not to, uh, or not not to say mine. Uh, what is the inscription on that? That and she takes it. She she looks at it and she sort of waves her hands, and you see it actually light up so she can see it better. Dark. Dark magic that is was used to corrupt 
and turn it into an I item see. that could be exploited. Ah, best not to repeat it then. Yeah. No, best not. Not unless you have a particular desire to... Attract infernal eyes. Anyone looking at Karis would see a shiver go down her spine like that. But you have more than delivered, and I am nothing if not, well, a incredibly grateful. And more than happy to fulfill my end. Hmm. If you wish to stay, I'm sure most of us are pleased to. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Hmm. I'm sure most of us are pleased to uh, see that deal to its conclusion. I would imagine so. Um, if you wish to stay here for the night. Rest up before you were before you return. That is perfectly acceptable. If you wish to go, I now, imagine I we can do. Certainly, open. I will. If you wish to stay, I will be more than happy to. Uh, um, have a bit of a feast for you. You've done us a great service. And kind of looks back we'd be happy to. Very well. And as she turns around, she she beckons to a couple. It looks like she doesn't even much have to say anything. If there is com uh, communication that passes, it's certainly not verbal. And things sort of spring into action. You see Petra sort of look up as she has commotion goes. Sees you guys and sort of smiles and, and ways things up. But as things spring into action to sort of prepare a celebratory feast for you all, that's where we will go ahead and end it for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Oh! Goodbye.